0: From the Summer Skate Studios, Behind the Mask Hockey Shops present College Hockey West Live for November 20th, 2022. Behind the Mask's College Hockey West Live is brought to you by Peterson Toyota. College graduate, member of the military, and you might be eligible for a special rebate or discount. See us at petersontoyota.com. Topgolf, let us help you reimagine your next business meeting or team building event. See your regional center or go to topgolf.com. The NCHC and NCHC.TV. Subscribe to NCHC.TV to watch the best in college hockey since 2013. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to BehindTheMask.com whether you're on ice or in line. Jets Pizza. Whether it's our legendary Detroit-style square or New York-style thin crust, Jets Pizza is better because it has to be. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, whether it's Las Vegas or any of our other worldwide properties, an iconic vacation awaits you at any of our destinations. AT&T Wireless, unlimited high-speed 5G data at no extra cost. Liberty University, play for something more. Faith, education, and hockey at liberty.edu. M-Drive, natural support for men looking to increase energy, strength, and drive. Always free delivery at mdriveformen.com. Summer Skates, whether our original red or new black shower shoes, show your game and style at summerskates.com. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. And by Drury Inns and Suites, travel happy again. Book your next stay at druryhotels.com or at one 800 drury Inn. College Hockey West, live from the Summer Skates studios, presented by Behind the Mask, as a part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy, And Paul
1: Hornstein. All right. Well, welcome in, hockey fans, to another episode of College Hockey West Live. It's our Sunday night show where we talk NCAA hockey and all the things that are happening out there in the NCAA hockey world. Scott Strandy with you tonight, not from Las Vegas, not from Southern California, but back in the friendly confines of Harrah's Ock chin Casino Resort in beautiful Maricopa, Arizona, where it's a balmy sixty-eight degrees today. Paul, Paul Hornstein, joining me from Long Island, New York. How are you? Um, I'm okay. Um, well, no, I'm cranky. <laughs> it was a rough weekend. Dare we say a near fatal weekend for some teams?
0: Um, well, it's not just about that's 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 oh oh other things. There's other things. Oh,
1: uh,
0: I'm just I am cranky. First of all. I'm cranky that you're in 68 degrees and I'm not.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> okay. Point well That's taken. One. That's one. Um, uh, it's just, you know, now let's start with the easy stuff. All right. We can, because we'll, we'll get to your comment about um what I what you started with there and obviously you were referring to ASU we'll get to them um eventually here but I, I don't know first of all we'll get to like I said we'll get to the easy part after watching this weekend i don't think there's any question about it there's and i I you don't have to know what my sixteen is for this week to know who's going to be in the number one spot
1: I haven't even looked yet I haven't even you're yet. lying
0: to me, but that's okay
1: no, no, I seriously have not looked
0: okay, well, whatever it doesn't matter Terry welcome has to number that. one denver pioneers well,
1: yeah, um well, have been they were number one last week. I know what what a great way to have a, a week off. You get a week off, you just get your body relaxed, and you still come back number one in the country. Um, and it's not. I don't even think it's close. I think you're a hundred percent correct on that ball. I don't think it's close I, either.
0: I i I've, i'm i'm watching some teams, and I'm, I'm watching i'm watching a lot of teams. And the only team that I've seen uh, that has been as consistent as Denver. Okay, and is, I haven't seen them all.
1: Is? UConn. Yeah, I would agree with you. I would agree with you.
0: Okay. Um, and they split this weekend just like almost everybody else.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I'm not even gonna go there. I'm not even gonna well, go there. All right. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna say this. You really... Said almost everybody almost else, everybody but there else. were two teams that uh, we follow pretty closely that did not split. They didn't. Um,
0: and first of all, um, we spent a lot let of time. Me, let me
1: say three teams that did not
0: split. Yeah. that's fine. Air Force just got beat tonight. And that was a wacky game too.
1: That was a that tie and ended. a loss. <laughs>
0: yeah, that game just ended the 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 loss, uh, but that was a wacky game too, and um, Air Force had the first seven minutes of the second period on the power play and got nothing, so um, that is not going to make the Czar very happy.
1: Um, um, but how about things at uh, at North Dakota? How hold happy on, are hold they? On,
0: hold on, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. I don't want to lose my train of thought here. I know, that's scary because then it's a runaway train. I know. And, you know, we were surprised the first month of the season when Clarkson was not playing well. I think they're back to being Clarkson. Not that that has anything to do with, I mean, it does, but not that that's necessarily what I'm going to scream about. But I don't think there's any question that it's Denver and everybody else.
1: I believe you sent me a text that said Denver may win the conference by 20 points and you Um, might be right. I I, I don't think
0: there's going to, I don't think we're going to have to worry about cloning Michael this year or cloning the Penrose cup. Now, obviously what happens in the conference tournament
1: is another story. But uh, I got news for you, Paul, the pioneers would like to win the uh, conference tournament, but they really don't care. I mean, they're focusing. Well, yes. Their focus I understand. is on, on I understand. I understand the regionals that. and then the Frozen Four and I, then I that totally championship get
0: that. game. I, I totally get that. And that's what, like I said, that's why I said I don't know what will happen in the conference tournament, but no one's touching them in the regular season.
1: Nope, you are correct. And that leads into something else that we'll get to in a little bit, but yeah. um somebody's got to play them the first week of December, which is just two Well, weeks away. yeah,
0: I know. Well, like I said, we'll get to that and and that's and and eventually we'll get there, but All right. Um the other thing is like I said, there 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 were just a crazy amount of splits this weekend and it made the the 16 easy to figure out. Um Did it change? Yeah, it did. (laughs) Okay.
1: Just curious. That'll be out Um, tomorrow, folks.
0: Yeah. And the other thing is, and this is just broadcasting one-on-one. Okay. Um, Obviously, I don't listen to every game, and I don't see every game. But most of these games that are streamed, are streamed with a video feed and the radio calls. And whether it's radio calls or not, it it doesn't matter. Okay, but this is, I'm about to just, it's Broadcasting 101. When did it become okay to not recap the scoring play when a goal is scored in a game? When did that become okay? Because nobody does it, I don't understand that. I don't. That either. is just—it's insane. If somebody scores, you have to recap the scoring play. That's just like having a game an inning end and not giving the baseball score. That's just stupid. And 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 if it was just one specific broadcast that was doing this, I, I probably wouldn't say anything or notice anything. But it's all of them. It's just about all of them.
1: Now, I have not been, being taught, apparently, because if it was being taught, you'd think that that would be correctable.
0: I, I, I'm not. I haven't been a Cronkite student in a long time. And this is not about them specifically. So I don't want anybody to think that. I'm blasting something specific there. This is every broadcast I see or listen to or watch. Nobody gives scoring recaps of the play. They don't even post a graphic. Now, I get it. It's a video feed. But even when it's a television feed, they don't even post a graphic of who scores and who gets the assists. When did that become are, are, are okay? important? <laughs> no, I guess
1: not. Well, let me tell you. Hold on to that thought for a minute because I want to tell you my frustration. As you know, this week, I saw midweek games, uh, between ncaa and acha and they were exciting they were fun i enjoyed them uh one was a blowout one wasn't but while i was watching them i was thinking the same thing um we're not even finding out who's scoring these goals and and i'm in the media press box section and i'd like to know what's going on and uh, i get it it was hosted by acha teams and maybe they're not uh fully staffed on that but but maybe you take just a few minutes away from your social media posts and you just give us some facts, too, because that's kind of important if you're writing a story or if you're talking about a game like we are now. Uh, it's kind of nice to know who did what, right?
0: Scott, 20-plus years ago, when I was coaching youth hockey, the referees came over to the and gave us the scoring play. Yeah, of course. Okay, uh, so there was official scoring in youth hockey. And are you telling me that there's no way? Because that's what happens in a college game, too. The referees give the scoring play. Now, the scoring play might change after replay. Like somebody in the official scorer's box might say, hey, let's check a look, make sure we got this right, and change the scoring later. But if they're giving an official scorekeeper the goals and an assist and the assists in youth hockey. Don't tell me they're not doing it in the NCAA. Don't tell me they're not doing it in the ACHA. Oh, of
1: course they are. They're doing okay. it. Every so official does it. It's part why, of
0: your uh, officiating. Correct. So why is that scoring recap not being relayed to people? That's, That's where the st- that disconnect comes from, That's where the disconnect bad, comes from.
1: Bad through. job by all involved. Yeah, and I, I think uh, part of it, and I'm not putting it fully on this, but I think part of it is everybody is so excited to post that, that special Twitter pop or immediately that they forget about, you know, you got to put that graphic up there of who sc- or of, of your team scoring. It's not who scored. It's like uh, Team X scored, scored a goal. Team X scored. Okay, well, who scored? Who got the assists? How did the play happen? Nobody does that. They just put a cute little graphic up that says they scored. I mean,
0: you take time to post the video. I shouldn't have to watch the video at home. To try and figure out. All right, this person got the goal. That's easy, but who passed it to. Them? <laughs>
1: yeah, on your on, yeah, good luck with that.
0: And I'm not just talking about one specific school. I'm not just talking about one specific broadcast, okay? I just watched the game tonight, Air Force and AIC. There were six non-empty net goals scored in the game, not one recap, not one.
1: Okay, did you just say six empty net goals? No, you Non empty net goals. Oh, non empty net. Okay, I was going to say, if somebody scored six empty net goals, I want to watch it now. Well, I think Wisconsin got an own goal
0: against Lindenwood over the weekend. I haven't seen any video, but that's the rumor.
1: Okay. Oh, whatever. I mean, that's right, the, the fact
0: it. of the matter is uh, uh,
1: nobody does it.
0: Now, uh, forgive me if there's one or two that do it, and 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 but it's happened enough, and I can think of a couple of places where it probably doesn't happen, based on 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 what I see from their broadcasts and feeds. It doesn't happen in North Dakota. I don't think it happens at RIT either.
1: Yeah, I think you're probably right.
0: Okay. Um, but it's insane. How, like I said, and that's the third out of the inning and we'll be right back.
1: You don't tell the score and that's just stupid. (laughs) I know. I know it's to me, Paul, it's as frustrating as you know, I was coming back to uh, Phoenix from Las Vegas on uh, Friday and i was going boy wouldn't it be nice if i could tune in and listen to the arizona state clarkson game as i was driving back in yeah no i couldn't i couldn't sure you could okay how how do you grow the game how do you grow the game if you don't have broadcast you you want fans you want support you know what when i grew up paul listen, that's I, I, what I, I did i grew up listening it, to the games it, it,
0: it, and it know, built anticipation know. Listen, to go to the games. Listen, listen, I, I, I get it, and that is a completely different discussion. And, and I'm trying not. Know, I'm not trying to do. I, I, I didn't bring this up because I wanted to pick on my alma mater and the way they're doing things. Because this is a general rant, and we could general rant about hockey too. Because uh, I watch so many games and I watch so many teams. I realize defenses are stacking the middle and trying to keep teams to the perimeter, but crash to the damn net—that's how you score goals. And well, and I watch so, and I watch so many teams play around with the puck on the power play. Like you guys understand, you have to shoot the puck, right? You do understand you have to screen the goalie. You do understand. Somebody has to go to the front of the net and take a beating. That's how you score goals. And that's whether it's high school hockey, college hockey, junior hockey, professional hockey. Somebody's got to make the sacrifice to get to the front of the net and score a goal. That's how it goes. That's
1: yeah, how you but, do it. But there's the, there's two more things that have to go along with that. You can't just go to the front of the net because I see a lot of guys go to the front of the net, but they don't know what to do when they get there. You got to know what you're doing when you when you get there. You got to position yourself for rebounds. You got to position yourself to 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 get in the dirty zone like you're talking about and score those types of goals. And the guys that are shooting the puck have to shoot at the net. You can't pick corners because when you pick corners, Paul, I don't know how many times this week at at AHL and NHL or at uh, ACHA and NCAA level that I see guys. Try to pick a corner, miss the net, guess what oh, it does? Rings the boards, and oh. there comes a f- an odd man rush the other direction. Happens all the time. Take a second, hit the net, even if it doesn't go in. Give your teammate a chance to get a rebound. But whatever you do, don't set up your opponent for an odd man rush because that's what happens. Um, somebody got beat, you told me. I didn't see it. But somebody got beat in the last 16 seconds of a game because somebody lost track of somebody. Is that fair?
0: Um, I don't say lost track. I would say that somebody. I wouldn't say lost track, but somebody certainly laid back and 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 didn't, you know, let the guy come to the front go down the boards and come out to the front of the net.
1: Yeah. I mean, there, there's so many things fundamentalized, And I wonder, I wonder if people, if players aren't getting too cute in the fact that uh, they want the highlight goal. They want to score the lacrosse goal. They want to have the perfect breakaway. They want to have the tip in. Um, I watched uh, who I think might be the best player in ACHA hockey and Jesse Lowell from the University of Arizona. He He was in the penalty box. He came out of the box, immediately gathered a puck that came at center ice, controlled it, and took it straight to the net. And it wasn't a fancy shot, but it was an effective shot, and he scored a goal. And he just took the puck and went to the net. Then I watched the rest of the second period, and I watched every player or almost every player that had the puck on his stick for for the Wildcats do the same thing. So I asked Coach Berman after uh, his 5-2 victory, I said, was there something said in the locker room where you just said, take the puck to the net? Because everybody was doing it. He goes, no, that's the easiest way to score. <laughs> <Duh>. <laughs> so we said, we just told our guys to, yeah, he said, we told them that, you know, the easiest way to score is if you carry the puck to the net. If they don't stop you, go to the net and score. If they do stop you, finish a rebound. You know, I mean, and I that, I just kept watching that game going, like, how many times are they going to take this thing down the boards, cut into the middle, and go straight to the net at 100 miles an hour? Jesse Lowell scored twice that same way. I, I and he just, took a beating on his second goal. They they just whooped him up. And and you know who else did that at the NCAA level against Liberty? Uh, Anchorage. Mean, Anchorage. Well, that was the best— game I've seen Anchorage play I know it was against Liberty I know it was against ACHAD1 but it wasn't the opponent it was what they were doing and I told Coach Shazby that afterwards I said man you guys were on fire tonight and th- they controlled the puck, they moved the puck they scored it, they they did everything they needed to do um, and, and it was impressive it was fun to watch and I'm sure for Kirk Handy and the Liberty Flames they were going like stop this buzzsaw it's nine-one already, but but that's what you want to see out of hockey games, isn't it? Uh, Skilled talent playing that, playing the basics
0: of the game should not change. No matter what, you can bring in all the crazy computer gizmos and all the fancy stats and all the fancy schmancy. Uh, analytics. But the game doesn't change. You want to win in baseball, you have to have good pitching. Because when you get to the playoffs, pitching wins. 99% of the time. Football is no different. Run the football, stop the run. Make teams one-dimensional. Okay? And hockey is no different. you got to put the puck on the net. You have to crash the net, and you have to get rebounds, and that's how you score, and that's how you win. Too much of this f- fancy schmancy. Let's move the puck, and if you're going to move the puck around the perimeter, and try to be like the the old Soviet teams, you better move like the old Soviet teams, because yeah, just and, moving. And you better be, finish. You better finish occasionally, <laughs> because just moving the puck around the edge. And having the other two or three guys stand still, what good is that?
1: Yeah, it's exact. It, it just makes it just makes defending it, especially on a power play, so much easier. The penalty kill has just so much less work when nobody's moving. If everybody's in motion, they have to figure out where that person is and who they're going to cover, and you know that they don't have enough guys to cover everybody. And once again, I'm not
0: talking about one team specifically because I watch a dozen games a weekend. Yeah,
1: and I, know. I know. don't, and, and it's just, it makes me nuts. Okay. Like I, so we go on for this forever. I think our point has been well-made. Um, okay. so let's look into what happened this weekend to our teams. Um, as the aforementioned number one team in the country the Denver pioneers got a much deserved weekend off um i'm sure they appreciated still being number one when it was over and i'm sure they're going to take that to heart when they uh, get back on the ice this weekend and it, it it could be a black friday massacre when they get rolling because that team is really really good well apparently black
0: friday started last week so or the week Uh, before possibly before that just i think just after halloween black friday started so (laughs) and it wasn't just friday it was every day of the week (laughs) every day of the week yeah oh my god
1: (laughs) yeah it took all the excitement out of that but by the way i don't care about that i never never have cared about that it's like just a nightmare i don't know why people do it but they do it yeah um so anyway So the pioneers I uh, had the weekend off they're still yeah. number 1 um they will be fired up and ready to go this weekend there is no doubt
0: Oh yeah well listen i mean you know uh you're playing at home so you know they they usually have it Doesn't have matter it. where they play. <laughs> well it doesn't but you know it's it's they're even stronger favorites at home. So
1: Okay so let's talk about what i thought was the uh, the next best Next best two teams. I'm going to lump these two together right. because I thought I thought Fairbanks had a a really good weekend again. Um, after talking to the people from Anchorage and and Alaska in general and understanding what they're going through, I mean, let me just tell you, Matt Chasby said we've been on the road for 16 days, and he said when we get back, the 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 sun will have gone down quite a bit.
0: Yeah, just a little.
1: And he said, our guys are going to, some of our guys are going to have to adjust to lack of daylight. Yeah. Uh, he said, you're not going to get your vitamin D except from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. I mean, that's wow. So, well, so yeah.
1: he, but anyway, so, I mean, when you think about them going on the road and going 16 days on the road and starting at Air Force, going to Arizona State moving up to Vegas and and they made it And coach. I'm going to steal his term. He said, we wanted this to be a cultural trip as well as a hockey trip. Right. So I believe they stopped at the grand Canyon had his guys t- take a look at the grand Canyon. They right. were in the Rockies, obviously for, uh, for air force. Then they got to the desert for Tempe and then they got to go up to Vegas. And I think he said about half of his team had never been to Vegas before. Right. So it was all a shock and here's what they did. On top of that, Paul, I thought they played really well against the Air Force. Thought they could have probably yeah. gotten a split there. Uh, yeah. They ran into a buzzsaw at Arizona State, and I don't think it would have mattered what they did. They weren't probably going to win that series. Nope. Um, and then they took care of business. They played a really inspired UNLV team at uh, at um, the Dollar Loan Center on Wednesday night, and um, they they did what they had to do. They scored early. 16 seconds or something like that from my man, Maximilian, yeah. And, um, yeah. then they, they displayed solid hockey the rest of the way. And they had a, a penalty kill uh, with about three or four minutes left in the game and credit to UNLV. They scored on it. You could see it coming a mile away that that was going to happen. It was tied. And then, you know what good teams do, Paul, they respond. And, uh, immediately about a minute later, um, the Anchorage Seawolves responded and said, Hey, we're not so fast. Yeah. We had the lead since the start. We're not giving it up again. And they scored. Then they got an empty netter. And 3 1 is all she wrote. Oh, listen. But, okay. Well, the second. Then they moved okay. on and got Liberty. And like I said already, that was the best I've seen that Anchorage team play. And I saw them play quite a few times now. I've seen them play twice against uh, ASU, twice against Colorado College. So I kind of got a feel for what they're doing, and they were impressive. That was a team that learned something. That was a team that um, is, is ready. They're ready to, to uh, move on. Well, listen, we know that
0: uh, they're, they're, they're kind of in that same mode as Fairbanks was last year. They struggled early, uh, even though they got a, even though they got a couple of wins, Western Michigan, Northern Michigan. All right, um, you know, and they'll 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 turn it around. You know, they'll they'll get it. You know, they'll they'll come together because they still are figuring out how to play with each other against you know division one opponents.
1: They just are. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so so before we take a break, let's talk about the uh, the other Alaska team, the Nanooks. From Alaska slash Fairbanks. Um, Alaska and the Nanooks like to call themselves Alaska. Yeah, and, that's fine. Uh, and Alaska Anchorage is Anchorage, but Anchorage likes to call them Alaska Fairbanks and Alaska Anchorage. <laughs> well, I just call them Fairbanks. And Anchorage, <laughs> it's kind of fun. It's kind of uh, fun. Oh, yeah. That. Well, and I think yeah. that that two week Governor's Cup battle that's going to happen in just a couple of weeks is going to be fascinating. With both programs back, they play two nights uh, in Fairbanks. Then they play the next weekend at Anchorage, and I think both parties—and uh, I say parties as in fan bases—would love to see their team come out on top. And I think it will be a real battle all the way down. But um, uh, starts so late. Then then Nooks—they uh, played really well again this weekend. Um, they they
0: they were. At RPI, uh, a team that has been, uh, you know, in the upper half, or at least was in the upper half of the of the pairwise, or at least in that league, um, you know, at least early in the season. Um, you know, they've been struggling lately, but uh, you know that's tough. Once again, you've literally gone across three times, four time zones. You go play in upstate New York after you just went Now you had time off. So, but whenever you go on the road and you get a win and a tie, I don't care who the the opponent is. You'll take that every time.
1: Oh, of course you will. Of course you will. Uh, there's another team that we're going to get to that would have loved a, uh, just a tie and a loss. Maybe <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this well. weekend. Anyway, we're going to get to that in just a minute. Um, so my point being is uh, we are so fortunate with the seven teams that we have because we've talked about the two Alaskas. Um, we we talked a little bit about Air Force. We know what Lindenwood's got. We know what Denver has. And CC and uh, ASU, I keep calling them clones. They, they're clones. They just have a few different pieces. CC's got this group of young guys that, that hopefully will develop into – top notch NCAA players and Arizona state's got some guys that just need to come together and take over their roles.
0: Yeah. Well, um, you know, uh, not a good weekend for either one of those teams.
1: Okay. Catch your breath. We'll, uh, (laughs) we'll, we'll play a a few of our partners uh, and then we'll come back and we'll dig into the second half of the show, which will include uh, Colorado college, it'll include air force it'll include asu it'll include lindenwood when we come back
0: at behind the mask we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or behindthemask.com whether it's an extra mouth guard wheels and bearings for your inline skates or extra rolls of tape for your stick at behind the mask we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother go to any of our three valley locations or online at behindthemask.com talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegers.
1: And they score on the lacrosse move. Jake Gensel. 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 the goal. He, scores! McCarr. McCarr. he scores.
0: Stars on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing
1: compares to college hockey. Oh, my goodness.
0: Question? Comment? Let us hear from you on our text message line at 303-943-3772.
1: All right. Welcome back in, hockey fans. It's Sunday night, which means it is College Hockey West Live. It's our breakdown show, if you will, the show where we talk about what happened over the past weekend. And we've had, you know, 24 to 48 hours to settle out some of these things, Paul. And, um, you know, when you look at them, you go, Okay, what what it was in real time and what it is now. Sometimes those are different, but I think this weekend and I might be way off on this. You might tell me I'm crazy, but I think what I saw in real time and what I saw in replay uh was pretty similar.
0: Well, first of all, you are crazy. One one <laughs> has nothing to do with the other. Okay. I mean, let me clarify just that. The, just put the ball up on the tee for me and just set me up that easily. I mean, (laughs) you
1: should know Uh, better than that by now. Yeah, Um, I know. I know. I just want to set one up for you because sometimes uh, you need one. You need one uh, of those easy ones. Yeah, I mean,
0: uh, the only thing I can say at this point is um, I clearly don't know anything
1: about anything. Well, now you set me up on that one. Yes. Well, you're you're right. I don't don't know anything. anything. (laughs)
0: <laughs> because I, I'm I'm sitting here and watching these games and I'm like what in the hell's going on? I mean, uh, like uh, the 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 week you know there's just weirdness all around. Lindenwood had an early had a had an early third period lead. Uh, only to give up two late goals at Wisconsin on a power play. Um, Lyndon, I am I'm sure that Coach Zombo is gonna be like, uh, "There's there's no way we can win any game when we take seven penalties."
1: Yeah, and, and uh, penalties and turnovers on your own blue line; <laughs> oh, <laughs> those those will drive coaches crazy. But, um, and it,
0: and, and eight more on on saturday night and, you know the, the, the wisconsin power play just killed him
1: now Especially in all fairness just... i did not see that but every time i see a team that's not a big 10 team and i see a big 10 team and they're playing at a big 10 school and the and the penalties are like that my eyes and ears perk up a little bit and i want to go Was this real were they all real penalties or or were some of them just kind of uh, I don't know? Let's call them because they're not in our in our category. And yeah, not can't, in our can't
0: wait for next weekend. Then that'll be interesting. Then I know me. Big either. Ten, big ten <laughs> officials on the road.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Hey, anyway, yeah. so I that's just, I'm just throwing that out there. I'm not. Uh, listen, it's not an I, indictment. I, I'm just saying that. Yes, yeah, I, I don't care. I didn't I, see I'll,
0: it. I'll, you didn't. I don't have to. You know what? Um we have experience. We have context that we do that we do. I'm not okay. going to argue that part of it uh, context. And, and, um, it is amazing how basically Lindenwood spent the entire second half, the third period shorthanded. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. In, in, in Friday <laughs> night's game. Uh, I mean, coincidence. Uh, maybe, maybe, or maybe not, or maybe not
1: but, but um, here's and my I'm, and
0: I'm not going to sit here and say that that's why Lyndon would lost the games.
1: No, no, and I'm sure coach Zamba would tell us that that wasn't the reason, but right. Um, what what I'm seeing from the seven teams in in our coverage area are, we know we just talked about Denver. What, what do you say about them? You're just running out of, of of things to say, superlatives to say how good they are because they're just good. But you know what, Paul? They're not just talented. they're not just good. They are coached good and they take the coaching to heart and they make adjustments and they make them stand up. Um, Very seldom will you see Denver beat themselves. If they get beat, it's because, and I'm saying that knowing that they lost two on the road to UMass and clearly they beat themselves in that one in both of them Um, and not take anything away from UMass, but Hey, come on, look what UMass has done since. Um, And you look at, you know, so, you know i get that but for the most part denver is really they're at another level when it comes to closing out things whether it's periods games weekends um and i think there's some teams that need to learn how to close out things and i think if you talk to chris mayot down at colorado college he'd be the first one to tell you that um his guys need to learn to close out hockey games and they need to learn to close out weekends and they can't let um they can't let things carry over and get out of control. And to me on their home ice against St. Claude state, I think they thought they had a shot on Friday night and Saturday night definitely looked like a hangover night. It looked yeah, I, like... w-
0: I would, I would, I would agree with that. I mean, as, as you're watching the game, uh, on, on Friday night, they get the game tied. Relatively early in the third period, and then it just looked like, and mind you, you know, it, then it just looked like you know, they 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 stopped doing what they were what they were doing, and I don't care what the shots on goal were.
1: Well, and and another thing, Paul is, and I'll use this as an example. Um, Denver got beat in a tough tough game against um was it saint cloud state where well, they lost in overtime it was on, yeah. on friday night yeah and and they responded by making sure they got the w on saturday night yeah. and it wasn't pretty and it could have been a lot worse if they would scored a couple of empty netters that they should have had but but they knew what was at stake it was like we hey, you know we lost in overtime last night we cannot lose tonight and um i think that's going to lead us into our next team and topic about what happened up in Potsdam, New York.
0: I mean, no excuse for the game on Friday night. The play's got to be made. That guy cannot be allowed to come along the boards, go past the goal line, and skate out from behind the goal line towards the net. You just That just can't happen. Well, when not, I was... Certainly not with 16 seconds left. That just cannot happen.
1: When I was following along with that game, Paul, I was, you know, seeing it, and I was just kind of following the the, uh, the Twitter feed and different things, and I was going like, okay, maybe, you know, your Friday night game on the road against a pretty good Clarkson team, maybe, and I think that shows in the pairwise because they didn't drop too far, surprisingly. Yeah, well, we get it to that, um, too.
0: That's, or I don't, know, or yeah. if, I don't know if you want to save that for tomorrow, but...
1: So. But anyway, well, if we have time, we'll get to it. But anyway, I'm I'm following along and I'm going like, okay, it's a tie game. Let's just get this thing to overtime if you're Arizona State. And let's take that tie because we know how important Powers uh, thinks that Coach Powers thinks that that uh, is on the road, especially. It happened in Duluth. And I thought, yeah. let's just get it. Let's just get it tied. And then let's take our chances in overtime and see And our, It's not me. It's not my team. <laughs> but, but anyway, let's just take our chances in overtime and see what happens. And um, when I found out that they were beaten and it was in the last 16 seconds, I'm going like, how, how does that happen? I mean, unless it's just one heck of an individual effort by a player, like if you have Connor McDavid finishing something off. Somebody didn't play it right. I get it. I get it. If you have Kale McCarr finishing it off, I get it but I don't think that was the case. Was it somebody, somebody just didn't play
0: it right. And you know, uh, there were three guys on that side of the ice for ASU and three guys. Now I don't know technically whose responsibility it was.
1: Does it matter? With no, 16 no. Well, that's my left? point.
0: 16 seconds, three, uh, three guys, let him skate down the boards Come go behind the goal line and come out towards the front of the net.
1: Yeah, somebody's got to pin him, pin him against the boards.
0: Well, that's that's I understand. That's my point. But you know, you know me. I'm I'm not. I I I can't say it didn't happen. I'm not going to call names out.
1: No, you don't have to call names out. I mean, these are college kids, but. The point that I'm making, and I told you this off air after after it happened, I said, "This is where you got to see improvement in teams. You got to see you got talent. You just knocked off North Dakota, and you did so by scoring early in the third period and then locking them down. Yeah. You you have to continue that because yes. we see it. We see it in you. We know that you have right. within that happened, it within yourself.
0: Happened in stretches." It just didn't happen all game like it did in, in and,
1: and I get it. I get there's a second team out there that's fighting as well. But, I mean, come on. At some point in time, if you want to be a championship contender or a champion, you got to take that next step. And then, then I think what frustrated me and probably you as well is, okay, so you lose it in overtime. You're supposed to look it off and go, okay, that was an overtime game on the road. We got beat. Uh, Maybe we had a play or two that we didn't like and that led to it or whatever, but now it's Saturday. Clear your heads, go out and you must, you must get a W now. And and like I was just saying with Denver is they knew that they lost an overtime game at home to St. Cloud State and they knew that they had to control the entire game on Saturday night because they could not afford another L.
0: I mean, you got the game tied. And you even got it to a one-goal game with six minutes to go, and you were about to go on a power play. And you had a chance to tie the game, and somebody has to shoot. Uh, Just nobody did. It's just.
1: Well, and I want to touch on this real quickly, when you, you said somebody has to shoot, because the other thing that's driving me crazy is, and I don't know if it's just my eyes this year or if I'm focusing on it more this year, or if it's actually happening more this year, but I've seen more teams get five on five on three power plays or five minute majors, uh, both distinct advantages. Right. And it's like, why does it take you the first three minutes to start generating something? I don't know
0: that happened at North (laughs) North Dakota had a five on three uh, against Miami over the weekend at home. And they didn't score. I know, but air force had a basically, Seven straight minutes of power play time. The first on a, the first five of it on a major in the second period tonight against AIC, nothing.
1: But what I'm, there there what weren't I'm, even any threats. Here's what I'm curious about. Is, is it coaching? Is it players? Is it a combination? What is it? Because when I played, and I certainly didn't play at that level, but when I played, if there was a power play, man, I was going 100 miles an hour to try to score as quickly. And if it was a major penalty... The the idea was how many can we get and on this major penalty? Get? Yeah. And I just don't see that fire from any team. And again, I'm not picking on teams. I'm just saying across the board, I'm not seeing like, hey, no. it's a five-minute major. We want no. three. No, We want listen, three.
0: The, I mean, the only, listen, and I know I'll bring up bad vibes here, but there was an NHL game a bunch of years ago where a team was down a few goals, got a five-minute major. Albeit a controversial one, and they scored a bunch of power play goals to win that yeah. series. Yeah, are
1: you listening, to Vegas Golden Knights? Oh, see, now here, I, I mean, everybody knew who you were talking about because oh, that still, was the epitome. That still. was the epitome of making something happen, and you had, but a desire to finish it off. But the, but you, if you, if you go back and you watch
0: that power play. I mean, the fact that they were down a bunch of goals it, 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 it might have made a difference, but I don't know why. I, I, I honestly, I don't know why. And 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 I would love for somebody who's much smarter than me, which means just about anybody.
1: What do you want to know, Paul?
0: <laughs> um, let's get some numbers on five minute major on on power five minute power plays. And is it is it just us focusing on it? And it's always been that way. We just never noticed. Or is this a fairly recent trend? Because I agree with you. I see five minute majors all the time and and, and teams don't get desperate to score until the end.
1: Yeah, I think it's a mindset. I really do. I, I don't think that they go out there. I, I think the mindset is okay, we got a power play for five minutes. In, instead of the mindset that we have a power play for five minutes, how many can we get? Yeah, how many, let's can we, go we score on this spot? Let's go get three. Exactly, exactly. And I think that's what's happening is that mindset is that, you know, we got five minutes, we'll get it done. And all of a sudden, there's a minute and a half left and you're pressing. And then because- all of a sudden, you know what happens then? You you press and they get a breakaway the other way shorthanded. I, I mean all I know
0: is that that I mean that there were I mean you when when we were growing up, you got a five minute penalty. Um those teams went for the kill. Oh the mindset was how many can we get? How many can we get? And so now the mindset uh, is how can we make the highlight reels? Exactly.
1: Exactly. And, and once and, again,
0: this is not one team specific.
1: No, definitely not. Definitely not. I've seen it in a bunch of games. And one thing that I am seeing more of, and again, we need a number. that has got to tell us if it's, if it's my eyes or if it's actually happening, but it seems like there's a bunch more five minute majors called now that they can review things. Oh yeah. And uh, maybe a that, lot more, a lot
0: more and uh, and honestly I think it takes him too long to review things but that, once again that's a different argument.
1: But the other thing then comes in and this is also a different argument. It's got to throw it out there and coach powers brought this up um last time that he had a, a media availability that I was at was that you know where where do you draw the line? Is it a 5-minute major in a game or is it just a 5-minute major? And I've well, seen it called okay. both ways. All right, okay.
0: All right, let's let's that cuz that happened this weekend too. Okay? Um there was a series this weekend, Thursday, Friday, between the two M schools in the middle of the country, the Big M and Little
1: M. Yeah, yeah. And Michigan and Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. Mason, Mason, great or Mason, uh Mason, What? Mason, Mason Gold. Yeah, Mason yeah. Gold and uh, Maroon and Gold. Okay, go ahead. Um, and
0: there's a player who was a number three pick in an NHL draft who just whacked the guy from behind. Project. He himself thought it was so bad or thought it was bad enough where he didn't even go to the penalty box. He went right to the locker room. They had to call him back out of the locker room because they only gave him a five, not a five in a game. And as soon as you saw it, you said, okay, five in a game. Wasn't even, it, 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 there wasn't even a question in your head.
1: Yep. I, I mean, you're not going to get an argument out of me. I, I say the if same thing. If the guy thing. goes
0: to the locker room on his own.
1: I know. I know. What does that tell you? It tells you that your officiating is not very good. <laughs> well, it's not. And... <sighs> I know. And and the thing of it is, is that... I can't wait for this weekend. Here's what's happening in my estimation about officials. And uh, I'm going to just quickly touch on this and get off of it. But... I think officials now know that they can go to that review whenever. Oh yeah. So I think they make calls knowing if I have to change it, I can. And when I was an official and I was a level four official at one point, um, it was like, when I make a call right or wrong, if that's what I saw and that's what I'm going to call, I'm standing by it. Make the call. Yeah. Just make the call. And you can't look at the clock and you can't look at the scoreboard. If it's a penalty it's a penalty if it's not it's not but i think right now because of the replay and i like replay for certain instances but you know all of a sudden it's like i i call the five minute major oh maybe it should be a game or i call the five minute major oh maybe it should just be a two or whatever it might be i mean come on well see the rules call the game well
0: part of that is and and as we know the league that plays on Sundays mostly um, they've had this problem for years with the officials now that these guys just are hesitant to make calls or not calls or make and because everything gets reviewed and it's insane instead of actually making the calls and it's getting like that in hockey make the call
1: yep make the make call
0: the call and listen, you know
1: you know here's the deal this is what I see. Uh, if it's a goal or not a goal, you gotta review it because that's a game changer, right? But you gotta go back and look every time you made a, a call and you thought you thought when you saw it it was a it was a minor penalty. and then you go, ah oh, you know, we got that replay. Let's go back and look and see if it's yep, it, it's a five now. you know <laughs> that's that's the thing that drives me crazy is if it wasn't a five when you saw it in your mind, then it probably shouldn't be a 5 when you go back and review it because you can slow down any video oh yeah and you can call a 5 minute major on a lot of plays that you aren't going to call normally
0: right. and it's the same thing with offsides if it takes exactly. you more than if it takes you more than one or two looks then the call stands whatever it is enough with these 5 10 15 minute reviews yeah. you have to slow this stuff down frame by frame by frame I, I, I enough.
1: Yep, let them play the game. Okay, so we got that. Um, our guys at Colorado College, I don't want to get on them too hard because that was a tough series. It was St. Cloud State coming in. Um, they knew what was at stake. St. Cloud State maybe is a little better than I've, I've – I saw them playing in person against Denver, but then again, that's against Denver. So maybe they are a better maybe team that I'm good. giving them credit for. Maybe their goaltending is better than I'm giving them credit for, and if they are um, – Coach Larson, that's my apologies, my bad. If you can yeah, continue I mean, to keep this up, but I, I still want to see this in January too. I want to see you doing this in January.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I'm just sitting here looking at at these at at the, at, the, at the NCHC, and I'm like, other than Denver, none of it makes any sense to me.
1: Well, it, it's parody, Paul. It, it's the portal. It's the extra year. Clearly. All of these things are coming into play. It's it's coaches getting better. It's programs getting better. Uh, it, it's parody. That's what it is. And the and the thing of it is for the NCHC, Denver is above that parody. They're, uh, wow. They've are they just staked their mark, and they're better than that parody in not only their own league, but in the entire uh, NCAA.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, okay. like I said, I've only seen one other team – that consistently has been close to Denver and we mentioned it before and that's UConn. Um you know, I mean
1: Well, here's my point. Um we've got we've got Coach Powers coming on tomorrow and we'll be able to pick his brain a little bit and find out um, you know, what he saw versus what we saw because obviously he's the coach. Uh right. he knows what he's gotta do. I will say though. I, I will say, and I said this last week before this weekend, I said, man, this this next six-game stretch is a make or break because you're going to Clarkson, and it's a team you probably should have beaten at least once, Yeah. and then you come back and you got Minnesota, and if you want to be a statement maker for uh, your, your plans to uh, be in the national tournament and be in the chase... For okay. a national championship, all right. Let's let's. You got to stand up against Minnesota. All
0: right. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this because if we if the coach, you know, because sometimes things happen and guests don't come on as scheduled for various reasons. Um, I, I'm gonna get to this because uh, probably won't get it. Uh, I think if if there's anything that sh- that comes out of this weekend, and this is just strictly my opinion strictly my opinion i think this weekend shows that and we know you know we've heard the coach say well you know we got plenty of home games coming up these these next two years i think a weekend like that just shows the urgency that something needs to happen with them getting in the league
1: Yeah. I mean I mean they only you dropped want an argument from me you're not going to get no, one no, no, because No, no, I'm not
0: looking at it. No, I'm just saying, I mean they only dropped to 23 in the pairwise, which means they're still in the chase. It's not going to be easy. You have about 10 games. You have 10 games with teams that are ahead of you right now in the pairwise coming up on your schedule so you can make that up. But You know, if things don't break, if things break differently, maybe they're in the high 20s instead of the low 20s.
1: And Well, here's the thing. There's two things that I think we have to mention in in all reality. Number one is, yes, you've got 10 teams that are ahead of you or 10 games that are ahead of you, uh, that are teams that are ahead of you, I should say, and those are extremely important if you want to climb the pairwise. But secondly, is it is really hard to run the table uh, towards the end of the year. So if you put yourself in a predicament where you got to go 12 and 0, 10 and 0, that's hard to do, especially I in know. NCAA I hockey know. now. So what you have to do is avoid that at all costs. Yeah. You have to get down to the point where you can have a stinker here and there and not take you out of the tournament. Right. Yeah. And, and well, how do you do that? You get into the top 10. <laughs> well, if you' If you're ten eleven, nine yeah, somewhere I mean, in that stage and uh, and heading just, into and the I'll Christmas just, break,
0: I'll just say this right um we don't know what's going on behind the scenes in terms of them getting in a league. We hear rumors all the time, and it bounces back and forth between different leagues, but if you can't and i and I know some people that don't like this idea, but If you can't come to some sort of common ground with one of them, then you have to take the Minnesota State route, as you call it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and I'll fully say this, Paul. Um, You know when Lindenwood made the move last year, and, and I said, okay, there's another independent. And when the Alaskas came back, I said, there's two more independents. And when LIU jumped on board, there's another independent. And I don't talk about geographics right now. It just matters. talk about teams yeah, that that need to to be in a league. Because guess what? That uh, there's been several times when a league has been formed and disbanded, as we know, multiple yeah. times. So th- this game that you're playing is is not about how many home games can I get, or or who can I play, or how can the competition be. This is the, the this game is about. Um, how can I get my guys the opportunity to not feel that pressure every single night? No, and, I, and we, I get you and I talked about this, though. right? And I get that,
0: and I understand that, and 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 and, and I will say this: uh, for, for at the moment, there is a moratorium on leagues, but that ends in January. There is a moratorium on creating new conferences, but that ends in January. Yeah, at least I hear as far and, as we and, know. And like I said, maybe, and, it ta- and, it, and it'll take
1: a couple of years, to, you know. And, and, maybe the back channels are talking about it. I I, I believe maybe. that that's probably the case. But maybe. but like I said, uh, the the situation being an independent now is you you're doing the right thing. You've got your building. You're you're playing a bunch of home games. You're playing top caliber competition. Right. But here's the thing, you're you're room for error is still slim and none Yeah, (laughs) because you almost got to go. What were you telling me? Like 27 wins Well, to get in? I don't
0: remember. I I don't, I don't 20
1: something because I said 23 and you said, Oh no, it's going to require more than that. And you're probably right. But I I say, get to 23 and see where you can take your chances with other teams. But right.
0: But you're, you're cutting your margin. Very, very thin. Exactly.
1: So you know what else that does? that puts that margin of error being so thin puts a lot of pressure on your players. They know they look at the pair wise. Sure. They don't stare at it, but they know that, you know. Hey, you know, if we're 23, 24 uh, on January 1st, uh, it's an uphill battle. Yeah. It's an uphill battle to get into that top 16.
0: Yeah. I'm, listen, I'm and saying, it's not I'm only saying, an
1: uphill battle, it may not be a possibility. That's the I'm thing just, that worries me.
0: I I've just, just this is just an observation that 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 came to me over the weekend. I'm, I like you said, I don't know anything. Uh, we we clearly, know that, well, yeah. I mean, we know that there are teams pushing. Uh, it'd be nice and simple. Say, if there was, you know, another team or two, say west of the Mississippi, that had programs, it'd be much easier. Because then maybe you can even
1: steal one from another league. But. Yeah, I know. But you got to listen to what you're saying and you got to look at reality here. Two years ago, two years ago, there was a pandemic and people told us that college hockey was the was going to see the death nail and that they would lose teams and it would be very difficult for them to survive. And over the last two years, not only have teams survived, but they've thrived and they've added. So. So well, we'd like to see a league form now. Uh, it, it's going to take some time, no, no, no. and maybe well, the back channel stuff is going on. But you're hundred percent. Well, that's it. I don't know. I we I don't, don't know that. But you are a hundred percent right. Is again, this could be another year where where your season is essentially over early because of the pairwise. The pairwise is not, is unforgiving to independents. It know. really is. I know. I'm aware. All right, so I think we got pretty much everybody covered uh, tonight. Uh, we'll look to see what happens. And my apologies for not getting out of schedule this week. My, I was so messed up, Paul, as you know. Uh, <laughs> with a Wednesday and a Thursday game last night, uh, I saw uh, about 12 hours worth of hockey in Tucson. Um, yeah, you know where it is. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> shout out to... Uh, to our good friend Steve Potvin, who I talked to last night, his team, Paul, went down three nothing on the first four shots that nice. the uh, that that the uh, San Jose Barracuda had. And I asked him after the game. They ended up winning the game, by the way, six to three. And Nathan Smith got the sixth goal, I believe, um, fifth or sixth. Anyway, as uh, as I was talking to him, I said coach what do you say on the bench because you know steve a little bit he's yeah. he's really laid back i mean if you listen i haven't even put his interview up because he's, he's so quiet you can barely hear him and, and so i asked him i said what do you say because i know some coaches that would have lost it that would have gone nuts and he said you know i've got leaders on my in my bench and he said i have to trust them and he's got an adam Cracknell that uh, is wearing the sea and uh, they just slowly methodically said okay so we're down three nothing. It's first period. And guess what? Adam Cracknell got them a goal late in the first. It was three one. And then they just plugged their way back. And pretty soon it was three three. Then it was four three. Then it was a pulled goalie. And then it was five three. And then it became six three. And all of a sudden they look at the end of the game and they go, we won. And and I said, So what did you take away from it, coach? And he said, This is what I took away. I told the guys, I said, you know, nice win. But you can't do this if you want to win more games. (laughs) He said, you can't put yourself in a position like this. So that's what I want to know with our college teams. Is that being done? Is the coach going like, hey, you know, we can't let this happen again. It can't happen.
0: I don't don't know. I I don't know.
1: I don't know. (sighs) Okay. Take it away, my friend, since we already (laughs) ran over.
0: Yeah, from the Summer Skate Studios, Behind the Mask, College Hockey West, live on the Ice Time dot com network. Brought to you by AT&T Wireless, where you can get the latest phones free with eligible trade-ins. Go to ATT dot com slash wireless for more details. Behind the mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are. It's here at Three Valley Locations or com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, the best in barbecue Las Vegas style. Available at our two locations, 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas, as well as 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. By the NCHC and NCHC.tv. Subscribe to NCHC.tv and catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. Drury Inns and Suites, now an official Disney World hotel. Book your stay now at druryhotels.com. Top Golf, play some of the world's most iconic golf courses without packing a suitcase. Find out how. See your local Top Golf Center or go to topgolf.com. Liberty University, over 700 programs of study to help you impact your community on and off the ice. Strengthen your faith at our state-of-the-art campus. See us at liberty.edu. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos worldwide. It's where the action is, in the resort or in town. College Hockey West Live, presented by Behind the Mask. And all of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app. Search for I-T-H-S-W podcasts, all one word, on your favorite platform. Subscribe, rate, and review the show. Give people the best chance to find us. Once again, ask Alexa to turn on your I-T-H-S-W podcasts. Behind the Mask, College Hockey West Live, and all of our weekly podcasts are a part of the
1: IcetimeHockeyWest.com network very well done my friend we will say a big good night with roger klein the peacemakers deniro and ask you all to tune in tomorrow night for another episode of analytics and eyeballs where we have greg powers scheduled to join us the head coach from arizona state
0: good night everybody good night